my name is Lekon Omodumbi, host of the Renewed Podcast. I would like to say a big thank you for joining me today and for listening to my last episode. I truly hope you were blessed and I hope that this new episode will encourage and build your faith. Father, we thank you for today. We bless your name. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Lord, I pray that as I speak today, I pray that you speak through me and bless all listeners from all over the world. Let everyone listening under the sound of my voice go into the good land that you are giving to them. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy 8, 7-10 in the New Living Translation. The Bible says, For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land of flowing streams and pools of water with fountains and springs that gush out in the valleys and hills. It is a land of wheat and barley, of grape vines, fig trees and pomegranates, of olive oil and honey. Number nine, it is a land where food is plentiful and nothing is lacking. It is a land where iron is as common as stone and copper is abundant in the hills. In verse 10, when you have eaten your field, be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. I pray for everyone listening to me right now. God will bring you into a good land of flowing streams this year. In the mighty name of Jesus, I prophesy into the life of someone who has been working on dry land. I decree that your land will become fruitful. It will begin to flow right this moment with streams of living water. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today I will be sharing with us on what I have titled The Good Land. Yes, the good land. You probably are wondering what is it that is a good land? What is a good land? The good land as described in that verse that we read in Deuteronomy is a land flowing with streams. A land flowing with streams of water, with pools of water. In some other translation, it says brooks of water. It's a land that has grape vines, a land where there is abundance, where the food is plentiful and there is no scarcity, a land where nothing at all is lacking. That is what the good land is. But by the help of the Holy Spirit, we'll be going in depth into what the good land really is. And so the next question I would like to, you know, ask or pose to anyone is, you know, who is the good land? Who is the good land? Jesus is the good land. That's just the simple definition of what the good land is. Jesus is the good land. In the Bible, all through the Bible, you would remember how God promised the children of Israel lands. You know, they had several forefathers and, you know, um, fathers that God had promised that it was going to take them into the promised land. It was going to take them into the good land. But as we read through the Bible, we realized that not everyone got into the good land. It was not until all these lands got promised were given to the Israelites that the Bible recorded that the children of Israel had rest. Yes, it was not until God gave them the land. The Lord did so many things for them, like feeding them with manna for more than 40 years, but they did not have rest by, you know, giving them water, but they did not have rest. 
But until God took them into the good land, then the Bible said they had rest. In the book of Joshua 21, 43 to 45, Bible says, So the Lord gave to Israel all the land he had sworn to give their ancestors, and they took possession of it and settled there. And the Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had solemnly promised their ancestors. I, pro I pray for that person who is listening right now, that the Lord will give you rest in your good land. In the name of Jesus. So Bible says they had manna for 40 years. Wow. And they did not have rest because they kept complaining. Why did you take us out of Egypt into this land so we die? But it was not until God gave, took them to the good land that he had promised them. And the Bible said they had good land. Jesus is the good land. In that verse in Deuteronomy 8, the Bible talked about the brook of water. According to Jeremiah 31 verse 9, what is the brooks of water? Jeremiah 31 verse 9 describes the brooks of water as a straight path where you don't stumble. It says, with weeping they shall come, and with pleas for mercy I will lead them back. I will make them walk by brooks of water in a straight path in which they shall not stumble. Hallelujah. The brooks of water is a straight path. Jesus is the straight path. And when you come to Jesus, you don't stumble. You don't fail because Jesus is there to help you whenever it seems that you want to fall. Whenever it appears that you want to stumble. When you keep your path in that straight path, which is the brook of water, you don't fall. In Isaiah 49 verse 10, Bible says, They shall not hunger or thirst, neither scorching wind nor sun shall strike them. For he who has pity on them will lead them, and by springs of water will guide them. That is Jesus there. The springs of water. Jesus, who is the brooks of water, the straight path where we do not stumble. Jesus is the living water we talked about in that Deuteronomy 8, 7 to 10. According to John 4 verse 10, Jesus answered, he said, You don't know what God can give you, and you don't know who I am. The one who asked you for a drink, if you knew, you would have asked him, and I would have given you living water. You're probably very familiar with this verse when Jesus was talking with a Samaritan woman, you know, asking him for water. But the Samaritan woman did not know who Jesus really is. And he told him that he is the living water. So in the good land that God is promising to give someone today, there is a living water that you take from that good land that you would never thirst again. Bible says, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And I pray for you right now that your heart will begin to flow with living water in the name of Jesus. As you listen to the word of God and you believe in Jesus, I prophesy that your heart will begin to flow with abundant rivers of living waters in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In John 4 verse 14, Bible says you can't thirst on the good land because the flowing water that Jesus will give to you becomes a spring of water that wells up to eternal life. It never stops flowing. That's what the Bible is saying to us there. When you come into the good land that Jesus is promising to give you, your heart is filled with spring of water that begins to flow and flow forever, for eternal in the name of Jesus. 
But whoever drinks the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. That would be the story of someone listening to me right now in the name of Jesus. There is no dryness on the good land. The good land is a land that is filled with fruits, with abundance. The land is filled with fruitfulness. And that's what, what Jesus really is. He said the good land is a land of wheat and barley and vine. Jesus told us in John 15 verse 1. He says, he says I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser. And that is what Jesus is saying to someone right now. If you come to me, the good land, I will make you fruitful. In fact, the Bible talks about how it will make us, to, make us to bear much fruit as long as we abide in him. Because he is the vine as described in that good land, the land that is con that contains grape vines. I am the vine. We are the branches. He that abided in me and high in him, the same get forth much fruit for without me ye can do nothing without the israelites getting into that good land they did not have rest because the good land is jesus hallelujah the good land is jesus and bible made us understand that it was not until they got into that good land before they begin to have rest before they begin to overcome their enemies and i pray in the name of jesus as long as you believe that jesus is the good land you will abide and you will bear much fruit in the name of jesus now that we know that Jesus is the good land, you can understand why the Israelites enjoyed all-round rest after the land was given to them. They began to overcome the enemies. And Jesus is saying to someone today, he said, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus wants to give you rest. He wants you to come into that good land, the land of fruitfulness, the land where there is no scarcity, the land where there is abundance, the land where there is living waters that wells up to eternal life. Jesus is inviting you here today. One thing I would also like to mention is that your lack of faith can either curse you to fall on the good land or not even get into the good land. It was the case of Peter. When Peter started to walk on water, Bible said he began to doubt. And when he began to doubt, he began to stumble on that water. That water he walked on was Jesus because Jesus was with him. The unbelief even led some children of Israel not to get into the good land. It is in our Bible. In that book of Matthew 14, 28 to 31, I won't be reading that. But Peter walked on water and the moment he, he doubted, he began to fall. You will not doubt in the name of Jesus. The grace to have faith, the Lord God Almighty will give unto you. In the book of Psalms 107 verse 35, Bible let us understand that he maketh a wilderness become a pool of water and a dry land became fountains of waters. The good land, which is Jesus, is the most beautiful place on earth, according to Ezekiel 20 verse 15. He said, But I took a solemn oath against them in the wilderness. I swore I would not bring them into the land I had given them, a land flowing with milk and honey, the most beautiful place on earth. The most beautiful place you can be here on earth is to be with Jesus. And that is the whole essence of this episode, for you to come into the good land where you would have rest, where you would enjoy abundance. But that starts with something. You have to genuinely be a child of God. And I don't know who that person is who is listening to me right now, who wants to come to Jesus and honestly say, Father, I am sorry. 
I have been a sinner. I have dwelt so long in my Egypt. I want to return back to you. I want to accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. And if you're that person who has genuinely, you know, uh, listened to this message and you want to turn to Jesus Christ, I beg you to please pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, I am sorry. I have been a sinner. I want to return back to you. Please accept me. Please wash me with your blood. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. If you pray that prayer, I rejoice with you because heaven is rejoicing right now. I pray that you would remain in the good land that God has given you already. In the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you for this episode. We bless your name. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. For everyone who is lost, we ask, oh God, that you please restore them into your good land. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for answering us. Glory be to your mighty name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Wow. Thank you for listening. I am so excited to be here and back again. Um, Please don't forget to subscribe to my youtube channel at lekon omodumbi and of course we're on ig you can follow us at the underscore renewed underscore podcast thank you again for listening my name is lekon omodumbi see you next month god bless you